Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we're back. It is June the 18th, and we have a, a fun second uh, show for you. And this show is going to be talking about something completely abnormal for real estate coaching radio. The yes, topic is going to be... Indeed, epigenetics. Epige- I can't mm. even say it. Say it again. Epigenetics. Say it 10 times. No. <laughs> but well, sometimes we like to bring you something that's a little bit out of the normal wheelhouse to get you thinking bigger and differently. And consider things. And, you know, our past couple of podcasts, we've been talking about the four questions to help filter their thought process, right? So is something, what, what, is, what is it I'm believing? Is it absolutely true? Who am I because I believe it's true? And who would I be if I discovered maybe it's not true? So that has led us into the slightly out of the wheelhouse epigenetics because it all ties together. And we were hopefully playing a successful game of mindset whack-a-mole with you yesterday. (laughs) We were going through all the sort of normal things that people carry around in their minds that uh, that sometimes and oftentimes will lead for them to believe that tomorrow is not going to be better than today. You could talk about, you know, you could even go as far as say being an optimist or a pessimist. Everyone is born an optimist. It's over time that some of us are convinced Mm -hmm. that the smart way to be is being a pessimist. And uh, have you ever met a kid that wasn't an optimist? I mean, they, none of us are born that way. Yeah. So what happens over time is that we allow things to uh, affect our mindsets. And what Julie and I are doing in our normal, practical, no BS, fluff-free way is we're going to actually share with you some actual science, mm-hmm. not pseudoscience Indeed. like DISC. I know. We're actually going to sell you – or sell you. We're going to share with you some yes. actual science done by actual scientists – Uh, with regards to how uh, you can actually, that's like three actuallys in a row, but positively affect your genetic, uh, how your genes react uh, to certain exterior, uh, external stimuli. I can't even talk through it. Good thing Julie's smarter than me. It's all right. (laughs) Well, so let's start with a thought also, because uh, what we're going to talk about today is your genetic predispositions. And if you don't know what those are, you can find out on 23andMe. It's a really easy thing to do. I think it's pretty fascinating, actually. And it, it's very detailed. And in, in fact, we've been doing it for, I don't know, probably three or four years. Well, it's 23. It sends you updates. 23andMe.com, if you guys don't know what it is, it started out, uh, started by one of the founders of Google's uh, Wives, who was a doctor, a geneticist. Mm-hmm. And she started, you didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah. And so she, and basically the gist of it is, is that you um, spit in a cup, or not a cup, but a tube, send it off, and they do genetic testing based on your, the DNA and your saliva, obviously. And what's fun and kind of fascinating, it's, it's mostly just, you know, goofiness, basically. But what is interesting is when they'll tell you that you have a recollection for something, or, you know, they'll, they'll say, based on your DNA, these are the types of actual, you know, char- physical characteristics you probably have, or tendencies you might have. And, you know, it goes down to sleep habits and all sorts of different things. But what's really interesting is when you start looking at the, uh, your genetic, well, from our perspective, when you look at your genetic history, going back to basically the dawn of humanity, they can tell you where in the world your people came from, where, you know, how much you are of this and how much you are of that. Again, it's just a fun little sort of, you know, maybe 
read the information while you're sharing a glass of wine type experience. No, but it'll tell you, you know, maybe you have a higher than usual tendency towards heart disease. Sure. Or things that can be useful, right? So some of it's just for interest sake, like what percent, you know, Caribbean you are. And some of it is actual useful for your health, right? Well, And so what do you do with that? You just touched on something that's really fascinating. You can actually, as more and more people um, participate in 23andMe, it'll actually start linking you to other people around the world that are your genetic relatives. Yeah. And that's what's kind of amazing. And it literally puts them on the map. And if they've, you know, they're on the map because they've logged into this. And sometimes you even have contact information and pictures, and it's pretty interesting. And you volunteer. You you decide what information you're going to volunteer about yourself. But at the very least, it'll show you where your genetic first, second, third cousins are, and it'll actually show you how you're related to them. You know, it's it's trippy, the whole thing, really. It's it fascinating. Is. It is. And then, you know, you can dive deeper and you can see, like, um, do you maybe have a, a high likelihood of having celiac disease or mm-hmm. fill in your blank? There, I mean, it's pretty detailed. There's a long list. Um, and most of it, you know, you're not going to be predisposed to. But it's interesting to find out what you might be, which leads us to our next topic. Well, weren't you going to share some stories, oh, by yes. the way? I'm going to get it. Okay. So before we do that, this is not genetic, but it is mindset. Yes. Okay? So... We have this coaching client named Larissa, and she has several times on our Facebook Live sessions talked about or threatened to possibly maybe get ready to one day visit a for sale by owner, (laughs) you know, and so we're always encouraging and sharing each other's stories and stuff like that. So today she comes to Facebook Live and she's because we play challenges and victories. So her victory was not only did she door knock a for sale by owner, but she spent a total of 20 minutes in the for sale by owner's house doing the tour, asking good questions from the script. And when uh, she said, you know, I'm here to find out how I can be of service to you, for sale by owner says, I kid you not, get me the most for my house in the fastest time you can. Yeah. And Larissa was smart enough to bite, (laughs) took the listing on the spot, already has four showings before the weekend and is holding it open this weekend. Well, guess what? Julie, 25 years ago when you and I were starting in real uh-huh. estate, it was 27 years ago when we were starting in real estate and we sold over 100 houses our first year. And I'd say most of our business was probably listings. I, I mean, I think it's it was 75% listings. For right. sale by owners, expireds, and open houses. And that's exactly what our experience yes. was. And we, we learned quickly that basically a for sale by owner sign in the front yard, or we call them lovingly unrepresented owners, are help wanted signs. Indeed. Yes, that's As all Larissa- they are. Proved, and what's so awesome is to see her transformation, because this is, I mean, from a coaching standpoint, this is pretty textbook how it goes. When you actually take action, transform from getting ready to get started and being a little intimidated by it and having to think about it and ruminate upon it, to her comment today was, can't wait for the next one. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Well, it's funny as you're telling this story to me about this great coaching client. By the way, we have a daily semi-private coaching call. You get that as part of our um, premier coaching program. And if you want to learn more about our premier coaching program, by the way, just text the word success to 47372. Text the word success to 47372. Um, and when you do, we're going to text you back a link and you can go over to the website and you can join our coaching program for around $100 a month. That's it. So text the uh, word success to 47372. If you want to just go directly to our website, just go to timandjulieharris.com and just go to coaching. And it's the first option. Premier Coaching is the perfect way for all of you guys to get into high impact coaching immediately. So just go to timandjulieharris.com or text the word success to 47372. But here's what I was thinking as you were telling your story. 
So here is an example of an agent who essentially went and knocked on a door of a for sale by owner mm -hmm. and took a listing. Yes. There was no referral fee. Nope. She did not buy the lead. Nope. She did not have to figure out how to do click funnels or have to do work on her branding nope. or her logo or her no website or her CRM. No double opt-ins. No uh, YouTube mayor of your town, Mickey Mouse. She knocked on the door. She took a listing. And I'm guessing she's going to get paid at least 10 grand when that thing sells. Yes. And it probably sold by, sold by the time the ink was dry on her listing contract. Indeed. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this and we haven't even talked about she might sell it herself. They might right. be buying with her. She's going to do an open house. She's, she's going to follow get our, leads from it. She's going to follow our system. She's going to invite all the neighbors. She's going to basically that one effort that took her, I'm guessing, less than 15 minutes is going to result in who knows how much money. But really, what's happened is she's changed her mindset exactly. about how easy it is when you basically are willing to take the actions and apply the skill that we teach you in the coaching program to change the complete trajectory of your life, not just financially, but in other ways. So what are the unattended consequences of her having that success? What other things is she now going to be able to dispel from her, or basically the, the myths that she's been holding about herself that we talked about yesterday? What others are she, is she going to start self-diagnosing? What other myth, myths or misbeliefs does she have about her own capacity just from that one tiny little success of that one for sale by owner? How many of you believe leads are hard to find? They're not. They're easy to find. How many of you believe that you have to basically pass through the fires of Modor before you're allowed to be a listing agent. No, you just have to know what to say and actually do what we ask you to do in the coaching program. It's incredibly fascinating because it, yeah. truth, it's I love stories like that mm -hmm. because I know that um, that is that will change her life. It will change yes. her. Well, that per perhaps even I'm not going to try to pronounce it. Yeah. Well, but she did follow through. You saw her transform through the four questions, right? Mm -hmm. She started out believing this is going to be hard and intimidating and I might be uncomfortable. Then she said, well, is that actually true? Why don't I go investigate and actually door knock? And then she said to herself, well, who am I because I'm not doing it? And who would I be if I did do it? And now her mindset is totally different. Who am I going to be? She's so excited about her future because she's unlocked that new belief that's co totally different than what the belief started at. How many people are listening right now being motivated by what we just said? Mm -hmm. But then how many people who are motivated by what we just said, they're going to take action on what we just nope, said? We'll see. Guys, you're not going to get what you want in life unless you take the action on what we just said. Being motivated by the story we just told you, the true story about a coaching client, is not enough. Being motivated is great. Motivation comes and goes, comes and goes. You have, If you really want to start changing the hardwiring of your brain, you need to take it to the next, next level and get the action. Action. You doing the action and you getting the result, whether it's good or bad, just having taken the action does change ultimately your mindset about taking future actions and obviously making a lot more money. It does start with that one little step and be willing to stop nerfing your life up and nerfing. And, you know, it's not all about being comfort. It's not all about the easiest path. Matter of fact, usually you're going to find the most success on the hardest path because few people are willing to follow it. So, Julie, are we going to jump yes. right in? Do you have another, any other stories from your coaching well, calls Well, there's today? always lots of them, but she's the one that we wanted to celebrate today because yes. you know, she's such a great example. All right. And good luck this weekend, Larissa. I'm quite sure you're going to get that sold. Okay. So, Professor yeah. Julie's about to uh, nerd out a little bit, <laughs> okay. so you guys have to bear with her. All right. So, think of the word genetics and put EPI in front of it. That gives you epigenetics. So, the, what is that? The etymology of EPI, do you remember from high school? I don't remember. Pre? No. Add-on, I think. We'll find out. Do you yeah. know? Tell uh, me if you don't know. No, I don't no, remember either. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's all right. So, yeah, you can see we're out of our wheelhouse too. But this, I think, is very fascinating. What is epigenetics? It is the study of the heritable or inheritable changes 
in gene expression, okay, and I'm not going to nerd out too long on this, but you need to know what it is, active versus inactive genes that do not involve changes in the underlying DNA sequence, a change in the phenotype without a change in the genotype. So we're getting kind of scientific. But in turn, it affects how cells read the genes. Epigenetic change is a regular and natural occurrence, but it can also be influenced by several factors. This is the important part, including age, the environment or lifestyle, and the disease state. Epigenetic modifications manifest commonly in the manner which cells uh, differentiate and what they do, basically. That includes everything, skin cells, liver cells, brain cells. So epigenetic change can have damaging effects or it can have good effects. So if we, we, I've got some examples here, if I can get to the right place here. Okay, so for example, epigenetics, essentially it's the ability to turn your genes on and off. So let's say that you have a predisposition to be overweight. Like everybody you know in your family's overweight and your 23andMe well, said you have a tendency towards Actually, it. that is the case with me. Okay. I mean, in my family, basically men at my age have a tendency to be overweight. Okay. I mean, that is definitely true. And, and yet you're not. And yet I'm not. And it's because I have to be con like you you and you always have been able to have more calories and eat more food even though you weigh it's 50 pounds less. Because of my elite athlete. 50 <laughs> probably snob. No, because kidding. you're 50 and you're 50 pounds lighter than me. Yep. And up until truthfully about 5 years you could yep. eat the same amount of food and then your body's genetics started to change as you got this older too. This is true. Mm -hmm. And you had to exercise more. Yep. But I've always had to be hyper conscious yes. of carbs and things like that mm -hmm. because my body absolutely wants to be fat. <laughs> yeah, but see, this epigenetics thing shows that you can control that literally through your choices. And okay? let's carry this forward. Yep. And Julie and I have blood tests done every six months. We do it basically to test our cholesterol, to do all the things, making sure we're on the right track. Um, because we take this stuff incredibly seriously. So we every six months, we'll have a blood test done. And every six months, we then, you know, again, we'll have a doctor explain to us, this is the this is good, this is bad, this is... And the only bad thing they found, we just had this done, was that Julie and I are not drinking enough water. Yeah. He said, you guys obviously exercise a lot, and you have, what was it, too much... Dehydration. Uh, dehydration that's... Uh, not enough electrolytes. Uh, well, but there was... What did he say as a result when you exercise and your muscles uh, oh, don't... Yeah, I don't remember either. Well, drink more water is what I took. But drink more water is the bottom line. Yeah. But the point of it is, is that um, we have, like in my family, on the men's, and I'm, <laughs> there you go, on the men's side, there has a, ha, you know, there is a tendency for heart disease, as is very common. Um, and so by changing my, um, you know, essentially what I eat and exercising, I've essentially been able to keep these things way in control without even going anywhere near any sort of drugs. And I've had lots of friends that are my age and you know younger who are they've gained weight and they're on all kinds of different drugs and whatnot. And and I have one guy in particular that I'm thinking of, frankly, a friend of mine from EXP, and he has lost I think 40 pounds or something so far this year, and he's on his way to lose like a total of 65 or 70. But in the intervening, like in the last six months, he's been you know obviously been doing this under a doctor's uh, care. He's now off of his, uh, I think it's lipid medicine for mm -hmm. high cholesterol. He's off like three different medications yeah. is the point. He's taking control. He's taking control just by the fact that he's changing his diet. But this, what he's doing is he's essentially using sort of maybe uh, social terms. He's untriggering certain uh, genetic predispositions yes. that were on their way to manifesting because he was starting to have some heart problems. Yeah. And yet how many people say, oh, well, I'm, you know, it's just in my genetics. Yeah, right? they that, give up. that's the excuse because they think they don't have control. And that's why I find this to be really interesting. So how can lifestyle actually affect individual epigenetics in your health? 
Uh, now, I'm only going to read these two paragraphs. So sure. Don't, don't think I'm going too far here. Although our epigenetic marks are more stable during adulthood, they are still thought to be dynamic and modifiable by lifestyle choices and environmental influence. It's becoming more apparent that, ep- that epigenetic effects occur not just in the womb. They've studied a lot with prenatal because that's when you're most susceptible to it but also the full course of the human lifespan and that epigenetic changes can be reversed. There are numerous examples of epigenetics that show how different lifestyle choices and environmental exposures can alter marks on top of DNA and play a role in determining health outcomes. Well, let me jump in here. So um, studies done on adopted children. Mm -hmm. So if a child is adopted into a family that has all kinds of you know genetic uh, predispositions to certain ailments. If the kid were to have obviously uh, not exercised and maybe lived in a, a stressful environment, all these types of things, you take that kid who has all these sort of maybe uh, genetic predispositions for all these sort of health problems, and you put him in a at the, from start, you put that kid in a healthy environment, and you go back and study that kid, uh, and you compare them to their non-adopted siblings that grew up in the a less than ideal situation, completely different person. Yes. They've studied twins a lot on this. Right, right, exactly. Like twins, twins separated but, at birth. But completely yeah. different person, not just their health, but how they look, how they talk. Um, everything, even though they started out virtually the same genetically, just because they were raised in a different environment causes yes. a completely different outcome. That's right. So all of this you can affect. And really, the people that I really want to speak to the most on this are ones that think that it's too late for them, they don't have any control, You know, maybe they've given up. They think it's not up to them. You actually can control a lot of this. So the environment is being investigated as a powerful influence on epigenetic tags and disease susceptibility. Pollution has become a significant focus in this research as scientists are finding that air pollution can alter your methyl tags on DNA and increase one's risk for neurodegenerative disease. Interestingly, B vitamins may protect against harmful epigenetic effects of pollution and may be able to combat the harmful effects that particular matter has on the body. Diet also has been shown to modify epigenetic tags in significant ways. Um, there is, a, it's called, actually, just to make the word more complicated, nutri-epigenomics <laughs> explores how food and epigenetics work together to influence health and well-being. For example, a study found that high-fat, low-carb diet could open a chromatin and improve mental ability via HDAC inhibitors. Other studies show that certain compounds within foods we consume can protect against cancer, adjusting methyl marks on, on, on the cancer gene of tumor suppressor genes. So ultimately, an epigenetic diet may guide people towards the ult- optimal food regimen as scientific studies reveal the underlying mechanisms and impact that different foods actually have on you. Okay, so let's reel this in. Yes. So our, uh, what, we are propos- what we are proposing, suggesting, hopefully coaching you guys towards yesterday was the idea that your thoughts are very much in your control uh, mm-hmm. Even though you might have, for example, the beliefs that you have about yourself, and we're trying to use a very uh, a, a sort of an example here at this epigenetics. Sorry, I need I need a long weekend. I know, <laughs> right? It's so Friday. when when you look at when you essentially look at actually how your food, your diet, your environment can literally change your DNA, literally change yes. your body from the inside out. Doesn't it make sense that you can also alter essentially your thoughts with regards to basic, and those thoughts will then resu- uh, result in uh, the results you're going to get in life, well, right? Well, Larissa. She right, changed exactly. her thought pattern. Doesn't that make sense? So for some of you who are stuck in these paradigm of negative beliefs where, you're reali- where you think that tomorrow is not going to be better than today, I'm and Julie are trying to prove to you that that is actually scientifically not true, not possible, 
And it's up to you to make a choice as to whether or not you're going to hold on to those old, let's use an overused term, limited beliefs, limiting beliefs you have about yourself and your potential. Yeah. And it is a choice. That's the key word with all this. And you this. do have control. So think of it, uh, I think we maybe misspoke a little bit. It doesn't actually change your DNA. Think of the gene oh, it changes that sits the, on top of it. It changes the trigger. Right. The triggering so method. So you can like turn it on or turn it off right. based on your choices in many cases, especially repetitive choice like diet, exercise, environment, et cetera. And there, this is a really deep field of study right now where they're, they're getting to the point where they can look at all of your tendencies and then prescribe diet and lifestyle and well, stuff like that. Let's make this practical yeah. back to agents, sure. right? So mm -hmm. if you are, for example, feeling that you're, you aren't necessarily feeling mentally like the person you want to be. Well, by the way, did you read this little bit in here I about did. the I fact that, that high fat, low carb diet, high fat, low carb diet actually can approve your mental ability. So you could start with something. As, a uh, ketogenic diet is what they're talking about. A low carb or keto. Yeah. yeah, right. So that'll actually cause you to have more mental clarity, but start there. Um, but realize ultimately it, one of the other things you must employ is the first thing we talked about yesterday and we talk about frequently is doing essentially a, having a media-free life, starting to limit the amount of things that you're exposed to mentally. So again, tying these two concepts together. Mm -hmm. Scientifically, we know that the way you can alter your, your food and your environment and your stress levels, you can actually cause yourself to not have diseases you otherwise would have probably had. Well, doesn't it also make sense that if you can limit the outside influences of, of the things that are adversely affecting your ability to uh, essentially think with clarity, and I'm talking about news, I'm talking about media, I'm talking about believing that, again, tomorrow is not going to be uh, better than today. Doesn't it make sense that if you can change your actual genetics or your your epigenetics, right? It's going to be your word. I know. Uh, doesn't it make sense that if you can change that, then you could also then ultimately change your mindset and your approach to life and success and your potential just by limiting the external influence of who's who you're choosing to allow to influence you? Doesn't that make sense? Isn't it all the same? Yeah, I mean, it's all about changing your pattern, right? So if you want to get a different result, change what you're doing. Maybe not entirely. Maybe what you do is some basic modifications that get you there. So I, I think that you really can apply this to how you're thinking about your business. I, you know, when I read this, sometimes I think about, I mean, you can even look at uh, my music stuff that I did. Okay, mm -hmm. So when I was playing in orchestras and bands and things in places that I kind of grew up when I knew everybody, I started to have beliefs. And I think that I believe that they believed about me, like I was only going to go so far. And that kind of got into my head. Then we moved. I was in different groups. I was the new kid on the block. And my thought patterns started to change because I was getting different inputs. And so it does affect, like, what decisions you you do. Because I could have said, well, I guess that's how it's going to be. Well, you're, or I can say, you know, I, I'm maybe I can do this. Well, you're talking about something very practical, which I appreciate. You're talking yeah. about your literal environment, right? Sure. So your environment, the, again, the people you surround yeah. yourself with. And I'll, I'll give you an example. I mean, when you and I, when we we're really successful selling real estate our first year sure. in real estate, I mean, locally, people were in disbelief for the most part. Yep. But we would go, when we started speaking around the country, and this was back in the 90s, you know, yeah. we had people that would completely treat us like, uh, you know, completely differently with much more reverence and respect. I don't know if those are the right words, but you guys get the idea. Because all the people where we grew up, remember Julie and I from when we were growing That's up, like my music it, thing. It, and didn't didn't see us being as the successes that we are coming that we are becoming. And here's where it really is a little bit uh, painful. And this was when we were in our early twenties too. 
Uh, but this is true with any aspect at any age in life. And when you st- it's the crabs in the bucket story. And you know it's funny as I tell as I say this story, I, I'm always surprised how many people haven't heard this before because it yeah. makes such a great point. Mm-hmm. And we actually saw this when Julie and I were in wasn't it Bainbridge Island out in Washington State? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So true. you put a bunch of crabs in a bucket. You're going to see that it's you know eventually you, you don't have to put a lid on it. Right, you don't put a lid on it because they generally speaking they're going to stay in that bucket. They're just going to shuffle around a little bit. Well, if one of the cra- uh, crabs decides he's going to be a little adventurous, he might climb on top of one of the crabs, you know, throw his claw over the edge and start actually pulling himself over the edge. The other crabs will actually pull him back into the bucket. Yeah, you, that's why you don't need a lid. You just throw them in there together and you figure they're all going to drag each other down. And that's what happens with humans too. We act the exact same way. And so the reason we're telling you these stories is because ultimately you one of the uh, ways to acknowledge that you're being adversely affected by your environment, being adversely affected in your mindset, how you see life in general, is your environment. It's the people, that, you know, again, the media that you surround yourself with, the people you surround yourself with. One of the best cures for this is obviously, you know, list, first of all, cut off all forms of media. Second of all, start exposing yourself to people and thoughts that are like what you want to become, which you might not know what you want to become, but just, you know, you're going to have to experiment with that type of inputs. And then travel, getting out of your community. I remember the first time, you know, Julie and I traveled out west. I remember the first, we, had, we, we just got married. Mm-hmm. We had a 1990 uh, blue Miata. Yep. You know, Mariner Blue. Bluey. And we Bluey, <laughs> right. And we drove that from Ohio, just Julie yeah. and I, yeah. out to Seattle, Washington, and drove it back yes. in a Miata. Lived to tell about it. And lived to tell about it, right. We yeah, could never but do I, that now. I, but I do remember on that trip on I-90 when you got out of, um, I don't know, past Soon the Missouri Midwest, River, really. right? Yeah. And like the, literally it was like, quote, out west opened up to you. It and, was And I remember amazing. thinking, it really looks like that, you know? Yeah. Because of our lack of exposure, I mean, you know, you grew up on the East Coast or the Midwest, you go to Florida for vacation. Right. You're we, familiar with the East, but not the West. And so that was better exposure. And that's why we encourage you guys, like, it's funny, sometimes they'll be like, I only want role play partners in my own town or my own zip code. I'm like, no, you don't. You want to be exposed to somebody that doesn't think exactly like you. But here's here's where people, here's uh, where it gets confusing, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're surrounded by people that haven't traveled, and we're only talking about traveling in the United States, let sure, alone sure, the sure. world, right? Yeah. When you're surrounded by other people that have never traveled before, they're just going to reinforce not traveling. No. Right? They're going to, and then if you're- And they'll so, be like, isn't Lake Erie good enough for you? That's a crab pulling you back in the bucket. Right. And that that's what we're trying to express to you. So if you're trying to figure out why, you know, you know that there's this other this other person inside of you that you want to become, but you're just trying to figure out how to do it. Just listen to exactly what we're saying. We're giving you very practical, tactical advice. But Tim, this is exactly why we do the format we do in coaching. Yep. Is because Larissa set a killer example for everybody who was just kind of, you know, there's always people that just listen in the background. They Mm -hmm. don't really participate who are now going. I remember Two or three sessions ago when Larissa was all getting ready to get started to someday possibly consider maybe She's motivating other people. That's what I'm saying. Yep. She's the anti-crab. She's right? the crab that got out. She's the crab that got out. And she's led the way for other crabs to get out yeah, too. which is why we love coaching is because, you know, maybe if she hadn't had that, maybe if she hadn't heard Ziggy two weeks ago talking mm-hmm. about how most of her listings are somehow for sale by owner or expired related. Proactive lead generation. Proactive lead generation. Maybe if Larissa hadn't heard from Ziggy, Larissa wouldn't have had the guts to do that. And now she's the new Ziggy for the people who have been hanging out saying, wait a minute, that sounds just like me. If Larissa can do it, why can't I? There's nothing wrong with you guys. That's the thing you got to understand. There's nothing wrong with you other than the fact that you just haven't done it yet. 
That's it. That's it. That's, That's it. Terrible, no, though. You're, you're, you're not too old. You're not too young. You're not too ugly. You're not too pretty. You're not too smart. You're not too dumb. You're not too rich. You're not too poor. You're not too educated. You're not too uneducated. You're none of those things. You just haven't done it yet. Yeah. That's it. Fix it this it's, weekend. It's not that complicated. It really isn't, guys. Stop making it so damn complicated. Oh, by the way, by the way, Uh-oh. I asked Larissa because, you know, they go to their excuses, right? Oh, that just must have been a really stale FISBO that was desperate. Mm-hmm. Now, who's on the market six days? Yeah, exactly. That was it. She got it because she went there because she asked. Right. And look, guys, the bottom line is, is everything you want on the other is on the other side of taking the actions that you're avoiding taking, right? Whatever you're avoiding the most is where your growth needs to be. And if you were to, we'll just round the bend on today's yeah, show. Sure, sure. If you were to have the challenge of having to take, it's what, uh, August, I'm sorry, August, it's June the uh, 18th, right? You have to take, you know, three listings between now and the end of the month. You can make alter the number up. You can't alter the number down if you're, you know, work for this example. But let's just say three listings. You do not have three listing leads. You do not have three listing leads. You're going to, you know, contracts you're just going to make active. Three new listings, sellers you have yet to meet. And you have to take them this month, by the end of this month, or you're going to lose your house or something that you dearly want. How are you going to do it? Not a single one of you are going to do the time-wasting crap that most of you do all day because you know it's not going to get you the result that you want. You already know with the answering of that question in your own minds, in your minds, you know, you're already saying, well, I guess I would go and do exactly what Tim and Julie are saying and I'd be a proactive lead generator. Now, you guys know that what I just said is true, so why the hell aren't you doing it? Why? What are you waiting for? Why are you waiting? What you're going to... Oh, I know. Here's what people will typically say, because we like asking that question. Yeah. They'll start out by saying, I'm going to call my centers of influence and past clients, to sure. which I'll say, always a good thing to do, but is that going to be a 100% guaranteed three listings by the end of the month? Remember, you have 15 days to get three listings by the end of the month. Centers of influence and past clients will not do it. You're just basically playing the phone dial lottery when you're doing that, hoping you're going to get one. What are the other sources, Mr. Agent, that you're going to do? And then they're going to say, well, I would guess I would do. And then they will start saying all the proactive lead generation things. Because they do know. Because they do know, of course. Well, why the hell aren't you willing to do it, listeners? I know why. Because you don't know what to say. You don't know how to. You don't know the process. You have to learn a new skill. Who cares? You can do it. And here's... Here's the thing that's quite amazing about this new skill. Once you learn it, you, once you go through the four phases of learning, it gets so much easier. You don't have to do what we ask you to do very long on a professional basis until you get to the point where you feel comfortable doing it. And when you get to that point, the next thing that comes after that is you're going to feel uncomfortable when you don't do it. Exactly. There'll never be a for sale by owner you drive by, again, without basically making your skin crawl because you know you could have knocked on that door or called the person because, oh, by the way, they put their sign, their number on the sign. And all the other sources, we've been talking about FISBOs a lot on this uh, uh podcast, but we teach you, I don't know, dozens of proactive lead generation sources. They will, once you basically realize you can do it, you will never not do it. You will always do it. And then your life changes. It's the same thing with regards to epigenetics. There you go. Right? That's right. We're it's, changing it's your the mental genetics of realtors. Exactly. The say the word again, epigenetics of mindset. And that's really what we've gotten around to. Indeed. That's the bottom line. Oh, by the way, you all should be joining our coaching program. If we're not made that clear, right? <laughs> if you like the podcast as tens of thousands of you do, you continue to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate agents in least at least in the United States, um, you want to join our coaching program. Go to timandjulieharris.com and just click on coaching programs. Join Premier Coaching. You can join for around $100 a month. Or if you'd like, you can uh, text us directly. Just text SUCCESS, S-U-C-C-E-S-S, 
to 47372. Indeed. T- uh, text success to 47372. And when you do, we're going to text you back a link so that you can then basically just join the coaching program right off uh, your phone. But, you know, either way, don't don't delay. And you already know that we're going to get you to where you want to be. Oh, no, Tim, I don't need to join your coaching program. I'm going to Google for sale by owner scripts online, and I'm going to get there. Mm. No, you won't. No. <laughs> you won't. You have to learn how to – it's not just the words on a piece of paper. There's a lot more skill set. Proven. Our listing presentation, our pre-listing pack, the pre-qualification. We're not just selling a, a box of Mickey Mouse. We're selling you a complete real estate system, A to Z. This is what you do every day. This is when you do it. This is how your schedule works. This is here's a form to fill out, you know, the real estate treasure map for your your goals. This is exactly how you're going to go about accomplishing those goals. This is essentially your lead generation, your spokes on the wheel. These are the spokes you should put on first. The whole thing is a proven system that's proven to work in all price ranges and all markets. This is what you need to do. It's clear, right? By the way, there are no alternatives. All of our competitors, and some of you guys don't like it when I talk about this, but they're just selling Mickey Mouse in a box. That's what they're selling. There is no system. It's a. It's basically essentially- it's a try this and try that. Exactly. Yeah. We're not going to do the try this and try that because you have not the time nor the money to waste to get well, the result. Well, you're not lab rats. You're supposed to, I mean, come on. Anyway, I have one more thing to say. Don't, don't end yet. Okay, go ahead. I love you. Zoe loves you, and happy Father's Day. Oh, and happy thank you, and happy Father's Day for all the other fathers out there. Indeed. Um, And, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. I love you, too. Let's uh, have a good weekend. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see if Zoe lets us have a good (laughs) weekend. Indeed, that's right. You guys have a good weekend and a fantastic day, and happy Father's Day. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.